We used to have a men's and women's cooperative department. Sarah Wilson worked at the men's outfitters in Church Street. <coughs> Sarah was the real historian of, historian of Findham then. He was always willing to help others. He was a lovely man. Soon after arriving in Findham, I heard that the Labour Party needed a secretary and agreed to take on this post. This post was to stand me in the position of being able to stand for the Urban District Council and the three, three of us who stood there were returned unopposed and this was in the 60s. I feel that I have been quite active working in the community and that I have helped people where I could. It was whilst I was serving on the Urban District Council that I became more aware of what was needed. I had lots of requests for help. It was difficult to meet the needs of everyone. I was as I was working at Greenwich at the time and I left for work in the darkness and returned in the darkness. I was on the parish council uh, right from its inception. I was secretary of the Carnival Parade Committee for two years but had to resign from this post when I went to work abroad. I was also a founder with George Anderson of the Community Association. I was the area officer of the Stroke Association after retiring from the social services Several local people requested that a stroke club was needed and this came from being into, into being in 1990. I was also uh, a member of the Northamptonshire Community Health Council, which was a watchdog body and I remained within this health council for about four years. I had been the secretary of the Northamptonshire branch of the, branch of the Christian Socialist Movement. I am a devout Christian and have been so for most of my life. I always feel that by giving, I receive much more in my life. I've tried to do my bit in God's vineyard. I can't do any more. I always remember the epitaph on someone's grave which read, He who he have done what he could. This is what I would like as an epitaph on my gravestone. What a beautiful thing to do. The next memories are from May Morris, born 1928. My mother's name was Hilda Mann and dad's name was Harry Mann. My brothers were Bill, Harry, John and Ken, Ken and sisters Mary and Doreen. I was stationed in Chatham. We were going to be inspected by King George so we had been given a few days off. I was in the Naffy Club. Some sailors had arrived from a Royal Navy ship. They had been sailing the Mediterranean. A young man asked me to dance and then he asked me to go for a drink. I had a cider. He walked me back to the Wren's quarters. Then he asked me to go to the pictures. The next evening we went to a film. Afterwards he walked me back to the Wren's quarters and asked me to marry him. I said no. About 12 months after I had been demobbed, when I was scraping potatoes with my mother, she told me that I should write to Cliff. He had been writing to me since I met him. She said I should tell him not to bother writing to me anymore. I said I wouldn't like him to think I hadn't contacted him, so I wrote to him and said that I would marry him. He came for his Easter leave to our house. He told me that he had been in the Marines and had been shot in the leg whilst in, in Burma. We married on August 15th, 1950. We spent Christmas together and then he was sent to Korea on the HMS Constance. For the first four years of our marriage, I never saw him, but he used to write every day. When he came back to Plymouth, we saw each other at weekends. When he was demobbed, we moved to Rawns. We had three children, Melanie, Ian and Andrew. Ian served 22 years in the army. 
He came out as a warrant officer. Melanie works in education and is a school governor. Ian works in an office and Andrew is a postman. They are very good children and are always there for me. On April 25th, 2011, my husband died. At the funeral, my daughter's husband read a tribute to him. The Lowestoft lifeboat took his ashes out to sea. He had always loved Lowestoft. We had a mobile there. The next memories are from May Morris, born 1928. My mother's name was Hilda Mann and dad's name was Harry Mann. My brothers were Bill, Harry, John and Ken and sisters Mary and Doreen. I stationed in Chatham. We were going to be inspected by King George so we had been given a few days off. I was in the Naffy Club. Some sailors had arrived from a Royal Navy ship. They had been sailing the Mediterranean. A young man asked me to dance and then he asked me to go for a drink. I had a cider. He walked me back to the Wren's quarters. Then he asked me to go to the pictures. The next evening we went to a film. Afterwards he walked me back to the Wren's quarters and asked me to marry him. I said no. About 12 months after I had been demobbed when I was scraping potatoes with my mother. She told me that I should write to Cliff. He had been writing to me since I met him. She said I should tell him not to bother writing to me anymore. I said I wouldn't like him to think I hadn't contacted him, so I wrote to him and said that I would marry him. He came for his Easter leave to our house. He told me that he had been in the Marines and they had been shot in the leg whilst in, in Burma. We married on August 15th, 1950. We spent Christmas together and then he was sent to Korea on the HMS Constance. For the first four years of our marriage, I never saw him, but he used to write every day. When he came back to Plymouth, we saw each other at weekends. When he was demobbed, we moved to Rawns. We had three children, Melanie, Ian and Andrew. Ian served 22 years in the army. He came out as a warrant officer. Melanie works in education and is a school governor. Ian works in an office and Andrew is a postman. They are very good children and are always there for me. On April 25th, 2011, my husband died. At the funeral, my daughter's husband read a tribute to him. The Lowestoft lifeboat took his ashes out to sea. He had always loved Lowestoft. We had a mobile there. The next memories are from May Morris, born 1928. My mother's name was Hilda Mann and dad's name was Harry Mann. My brothers were Bill, Harry, John and Ken and sisters Mary and Doreen. I stationed in Chatham. We were going to be inspected by King George so we had been given a few days off. I was in the Naffy Club. Some sailors had arrived from a Royal Navy ship. They had been sailing the Mediterranean. A young man asked me to dance and then he asked me to go for a drink. I had a cider. He walked me back to the Wren's quarters. Then he asked me to go to the pictures. The next evening we went to a film. Afterwards he walked me back to the Wren's quarters and asked me to marry him. I said no. About 12 months after I had been demobbed when I was scraping potatoes with my mother. She told me that I should write to Cliff. He had been writing to me since I met him. She said I should tell him not to bother writing to me anymore. I said I wouldn't like him to think I hadn't contacted him. So I wrote to him and said that I would marry him. He came for his Easter leave to our house. He told me that he had been in the Marines and they had been shot in the leg whilst in, in Burma. 
We married on August 15th, 1950. We spent Christmas together and then he was sent to Korea on the HMS Constance. For the first four years of our marriage, I never saw him, but he used to write every day. When he came back to Plymouth, we saw each other at weekends. When he was demobbed, we moved to Warns. We had three children, Melanie, Ian and Andrew. Ian served 22 years in the army. He came out as a warrant officer. Melanie works in education and is a school governor. Ian works in an office and Andrew is a postman. They are very good children and are always there for me. On April 25th, 2011, my husband died. At the funeral, my daughter's husband read a tribute to him. The Lowestoft lifeboat took his ashes out to sea. He had always loved Lowestoft. We had a mobile there. Ronald Pittman, born 1929. My father, my, fa my father Ronald Arthur, worked for the Air Ministry. I know that he was pretty high up. He had been transferred from London to Coventry. Every night we would head for the nearest shelter. We were near the Blitz. I remember October the 12th, 1942, the biggest day of the Blitz. I recall how we used to go into the recreational ground where shelters had been dug. The following morning we returned to our house. We had to walk home as there were no buses. We discovered that five houses down from our house there was a parachute stuck on a chimney. On, on the end was a great big bomb. It had, hadn't gone off. If it had then the house in our street would have been destroyed. As mum was walking she kept repeating the words, I wonder if the house is still there. I think that this must have be, been enough for my parents as they packed our cases and we walked away from my home. My parents and I walked out of Coventry. I was 11 at the time. They had decided to leave Coventry and to head to Northampton. Mum came from Northampton. We were just carrying one case each. A passing driver stopped and asked us what, where we were going. When we told him of our planned destination, he told us that we were going in the wrong way for the bus station. He took us to his house and gave us tea. After tea, he, tea, he took us to the bus station. A really kind act.